under the rules do more harm than good in business and life? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your ongoing dose of paradoxical learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you? Well, that, my friend, as you already know, is infinitely more important. You are are a driven entrepreneur, or you are one in the making. Either way, you are here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire. It absolutely deserves to be. That's why I'm here hitting you with another solo success episode coming to you straight from the Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game in business and in life because as we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day and whether this is your first time here listening or not i know you're getting value well how can i be getting value tracy i just got here Well, you're about to get some value and if you want to keep getting the value from these daily well these ongoing success episodes, and of course the interview episodes that come to you on Mondays. Please go on down there, hit that subscribe button while you're there. Yep, that's right. Leave us some five-star ratings and drop us some kind words in the reviews. Ask questions. I read every single one of the reviews. And it's these subscribes, ratings, and reviews is is your way of telling those podcast platforms out there that you are getting that value. And they'll lift us up a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So please take a moment, show the love, and help spread the dark horse word. All right, so ironic rules for success in entrepreneurship. And I think it also applies to life as well. And here's one of the cool things. Successful entrepreneurs, successful business folks, successful people, um, they really understand the importance of personal growth, which is why I insert personal development into these episodes as often as possible. Uh, Folks need to grow personally, otherwise their business is going to get stagnant. And all those successful entrepreneurs that I've been able to, uh, been lucky enough to engage in, to chat with, to be friends with, uh, just to get to know. I, they're all out there. They're consuming books. They're going to talks. They're listening to podcasts. They have coaches. They're going to conferences. Heck, some of them are even holding conferences and bringing people in so that they can learn. And they're doing this in vast amounts, vast volumes. And then they just don't read. They read and they engage, they read, and they act. They're like, oh, let me try this, right? And they also get out there and they seek advice from other successful entrepreneurs uh, and business folks and folks from all walks of life, actually, and they attempt to apply it into their life, into their business, and they grow. 
right? They're on a journey of growth and they're trying to build their empire. And I think, you know, knowing this and seeing all the different routes that any of the number of the big names we've all seen, know, and love out there, you could, you could say there's really no one right way to build a successful business, right? You've seen those that have done it, you know, bootstrapping. You've seen those that have gone out and solicited funds. There are just so many ways. I'm not sure there is a, a right way, but I guess the question becomes at that point, when does working hard become working too hard? When does being firm about your boundaries become being rigid, right? I think entrepreneurship, like life, right, is all about getting the getting good advice, following that good advice, but following it with balance and fine-tuning it to who you are, which makes it very important to know who you are, right? You've heard me talk about that a number of times, and where you are in the journey, right? So as a result of that, it made me think, I wonder if there's some rules out there that people may still be following that is good. It's awesome, right? You you want to strive for excellence, but maybe they're following it so hard. Let's go to the first example, that they're striving for excellence to the point of perfectionism, and that's keeping them from leveling up. It's keeping them from attaining the thing they want to get. See, excellence is doing the best you can with what you have right now, today, this moment, at that, you know, at that, this given point in time. And, you know, having that spirit of doing the best you can, yeah, that's very important because you don't want to be putting out, well, let's just call it what it is. You won't be putting out shit work, right? Because... Someone may buy it, but they'll never buy it again. They won't tell anybody about it. Well, actually, they will. They'll tell everybody about it, which makes selling your shitty work even harder. So the question becomes, at what point does having that spirit of excellence become perfectionism? I don't want you to confuse the two. They're completely different. Perfectionism is going to slow you down. It's actually going to waste time waste effort and quite often waste money. There's a very popular school of thought that revolves around throwing out that MVP, that minimum viable product. Get it out there into the market so people can uh, get to know you, get to like you, get to trust you. And it actually gets the revenue flowing, right? So you don't spend years working on a single product that never sold a single unit. You figure out what's that minimum viable product. Is it an ebook? Is it a you know an hour course? Whatever it is that just gets you out there, gets you, your brilliance, your content out there versus I'm gonna create the most amazing 30-day uh, mastermind conglomerate workshop, whatever phraseology you want to use, uh, that you work on it forever. Now, I think. Yeah, the difference can be slight between the two, right? Having good desires and a, to strive for excellence and perfectionism. The difference can be slight. But being able to distinguish the difference between excellence and perfectionism is going to multiply your productivity by two, by five, by ten easily. I guess uh, I want to help out here with a few ways to tell the difference. Um, you could be looking at it from a point of confidence versus doubt behavior that you're doing actions that you're taking that are prompted by your drive for excellence 
Yeah, that's going to result in self-confidence, right? But your perfectionism is usually going to be sprouting from self-doubt. Uh-huh, there is a clue. Um, spontaneity versus control, right? Are you being spontaneous? Are you trying to control everything? Excellence allows space for spontaneity. Now, trust me, I'm a planner, right? And I get it. I like to plan things out. But I always leave space for spontaneity. Hmm? You can ask yourself that question, well, why not? Why not do it that way? Why not go ahead and try this new adventure, this new way? <clears throat> Excuse me. Because it's a, it's a calculated risk, right? You're not just throwing caution to the wind. You're like, hmm, I could try that and it could work. It may cost me five more minutes or five more dollars, but it's a calculated risk. While perfectionism is usually all about that need to control, to control everything, the people around you, the process, the task, the, the process flow, right? So is it spontaneity or is it control? And I guess the last one might be, are you feeling restful or fearful? Whoa, what do you mean by that? Well, excellence is about doing the best we can with a restful and optimistic spirit, right? And you get some rest, you get up there and you're like, all right, I'm going to go after this and I'm going to put it out there. You believe in it. You've put everything you, your heart, your soul, your just body, your blood, sweat, and tears is all in this MVP that you're putting out. And you, you, you lay your head down at night and you're like, I rocked it. I feel good about it. You have that optimistic spirit. Now, on the other side, perfectionism usually functions from a place of fear. Perfectionistic uh, uh, entrepreneur. Is that a word? Perfectionistic perfectionistic right entrepreneurs plagued by perfectionism tend to question just about every move that's being made whether they're making it their partners making it the business is making it the customers are making it and as a result they usually suffer from a wicked case of paralysis by analysis Aha. so this is a a few clues there that you can look at to say hmm, am i being a perfectionist or am i just going after it with gusto yeah, it's a fine line sometimes, right? I think another place that seems a bit um, confusing at times is that coming from a place of gratitude, right? You always want to come from a place of gratitude, of service. But you want to be service-minded and grateful, but not desperate, right? Be willing to walk away. Being grateful, yeah, it's going to improve your mood. It's going to keep you happy, right? Coming from that place of service, you're always going to be mindful and watchful for opportunities to give. And it helps you immensely when it comes to dealing with influencers, suppliers, customers, or even partners, you know, stakeholders in the very venture that you're in by making some extra efforts to thank folks, to be conscientious in how you express uh, your appreciate, your appreciation, appreciative, right? Your appreciation for them, for their efforts, and for the results that they got. Maybe they didn't get the result you expected, but they got some results. Appreciate that. Be grateful for that, right? This cultivates this goodwill and helps pave ways and to opportunities that that's what you want in the first place. Opportunities, kicking open doors, right? It's what we're trying to get done here. But at the same time, there's, there's a fine line between appreciating someone's goodwill and becoming dependent on it. Uh, I, I'll liken this a lot to, 
to when it comes to customers. You've seen so many uh, sales folks doggedly go after it, and there's and that's good. You want them, right? You know, uh, keep going until they chase you away. I don't know. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of dogged salesmen because do you want someone to buy your service if they're not going to benefit from it? No. I think being able to walk away with your head held high saying, okay, well, my service wasn't going to benefit them. My product wasn't going to benefit them. So maybe I'll check back in a few months when it might, right? Because here's the difference. People want to be appreciated. They want to feel appreciated. They do not want to be irritated. So don't come off as pushy or desperate uh, and, and accept the opportunity when it arrives in its time i know you're ready now but maybe they're not go out and find someone that is ready desperation is gonna chip away at the the marble the stone that is your self-confidence and you're going to begin to question your very worth know your value and stand by it right be willing to walk away and i think that comes right um right up to the next one here was be hungry not not hungry be hungry but you're not starving right yeah there's a difference right entrepreneurs we're we're ambitious we're dreamers we're thinking ahead two steps ahead three steps a hundred steps because you're hungry right you you are hungry and you're going to put your effort into it you're going to bust your buns and you're going to get results as a result of that and most successful entrepreneurs have that healthy hunger the healthy dissatisfaction and that drives them forward towards those bigger better and badass goals right you're nodding you you feel that And, and that's all a good thing you want to be hungry you want to be dissatisfied with where you are now to the extent that it keeps pushing you forward keeps you taking that next daily action but if you start to panic about it ah now you're getting desperate see being in panic mode is going to is going to trigger some things in your brain you're going to go into what i guess it's called that lizard brain that survival mode you're going to stop thinking and action and, and act, taking action from a point of ration or rationality there we go um rash decisions all right, when you start, when that lizard brain kicks in, man, you're just like fight or flight, right? And those rash decisions are often not the most wise ones. They don't come from that point of contemplation and wisdom. And, you know, there's going to be a number of times this is going to happen. Maybe someone jumps ship on you, right? Now you're in a panic mode. Oh my God, how am I going to do this? Or maybe you had to oust them. Uh, it was a partnership that wasn't working. It's time to go our separate ways. You get into a panic mode. Uh, maybe cash is running low. A lot of entrepreneurs get into that, that survival mode, right? That panic mode and make those rash decisions when the funds are nearing zero. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> but when you find yourself in that lizard brain moment, that moment of panic, when you feel like you could make a rash decision, pause. <sighs> Take a breath, right? Ooh, okay. Let me sit down and pause and think through the decisions with some knowledge, with some rationality. Okay, now we we totally slowed that one down. Now, the other thing is we want things to happen fast. We want it quick. Today's uh, society of instant gratification is awesome. We want fast progress. 
but you still need to remember to be patient. I want you to make speed a habit, right? When it absolutely positively has to be there tomorrow. I get it. Speed. It's awesome. It's willing. You're willing to pay for it and you need it. You need to grow because if you're not growing, well, your competitors are. So if you're not growing, you're literally dying and you're losing out because they're out there making new products, trying new things, uh, using new cutting edge technology. And if you're not out there demanding fast progress from yourself and from your team and from the world around you, then you're going to be losing out on business and on opportunities. And eventually you might just be shut out completely. However, you still need to be patient. That thirst that you have for progress is encouraged. You want to have that persistence and the ability to see the projects through to their completion. And that, my friend, that's going to take time. Sometimes it takes years to build a sustainable, profitable business, right? And you're, sometimes it's just like those first two or three years, maybe even those first five, are the shit kickers. I just, there's, I can't think of another way to say it, right? Is it, they kick the crap out of you physically, mentally, financially. Oh my God. So you want to set those expectations to, to move fast, but you want to have that long-term vision to persevere long enough so that you can see and benefit from the fruits of your labor. And I think that one kind of leads right into, I want you to, uh, oh God, Donna Summer song just came into my head. I'm fighting off the urge to sing, work hard for the money, but I want you to be detached from the outcome. And I think about it, you know, here is Tracy's telling you, okay, you need to have that long-term vision. Then you need to reverse engineer to how you get there. You know, break down those into uh, a three-year plan, you know, one-year, three one-year plans. And then the current year, you want to break that down into a six-month goals and then quarterly goals and then monthly goals and then weekly and all the way down to the one thing you want to get done today. So you've planned it all out. But... That one thing that you do today or tomorrow or next week, the result you get, that outcome, is not quite what you expected it to be. That's going to happen. So uh, therein lies, I want you to work hard for your goals. Work hard for your money. Mm -hmm. So hard for it, honey. Anyway, sorry I had to sing in your ear right then. But you want to work hard for the money, but you want to be a little bit detached from the outcome to those specific goals in the business. I mean, if we take this to a task level, say you're on one of your discovery calls, uh, I call them power huddles myself, and the real objective, what, and you want to make a sale, right? And that's what you're thinking the objective is. No, no, no. The real objective, my friend, is to listen and connect with a potential client and see what you can do, what you or your business can do to address their needs, don't get so caught up in the, I got to make a sale, that people can sense that. They can feel that. There's there's an energy that's coming from that. And they're going to disconnect. You know, they're either going to give you short answers or they're just going to cut the call off completely. And that is going to make your conversion rates just tank. Boom, right? Just blow up. 
So therein is where I'm saying I want you to be detached from the outcome. Right? I, I don't want you to not want the outcome, but the way you go about it, how you want it. You want to come from that. We're going to loop back around to earlier. Uh, you want to come from that point of service, right? If you can service their needs, well, then, yeah, offer it to them and they'll probably be very amenable to it. But if your goal is to just make the sale and you miss the cues that, you know what, you can't, you can't quite service their needs right now, hmm? then you're doing yourself and them a disservice. You want to work towards those, those meaningful goals in your business. But you want to be able to recover fast if you don't achieve them. If you're listening, you find, hmm, I can't help this person. Well, when you get to that point, just tell them, hey, I don't think what I have to offer is going to be of benefit to you. How about I loop back with you in a couple of months and see if you're in a place where what I have to offer can help you. Or, hey, I know the perfect person that can help you with the things that you're going through right now and you point them in the right direction. That's going to do miles of good karma for the person that you just sent to um to help them and of course to the person you sent them to and i think the last one here is about um don't keep it all to yourself right we you want to grow your business right you want to be amazing you want to build your empire but don't be selfish Get out there, and I've, I've found that one of the, and I've seen it, uh, one of the ways you can really jump forward leaps and bounds with collaborations and joint ventures. You get out there, and you partner up with these other businesses, and you can just like skip ahead 18 steps and grow your business quickly. You, you want healthy collaborations, not toxic joint ventures right successful entrepreneurs are going to get out there and they can they can and create that balance between their needs and the needs of another business right and you can co both create this this win-win scenario that both of you come out ahead with half the effort because you've got twice the manpower now right but you don't want to be selfish or be trampled on, right? So there's two sides of this, or right? you don't want to be selfish and be the one that's doing the trampling. And you don't want to be like milk toast, right? Where they're tromping over you because working with other businesses, it's, it's a 50 50, right? You could hurt your business if you allow them just to walk all over you. You want to set those firm boundaries and stick to them. However, you should not be overly focused on me, 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 right? It's not all about you to the detriment of those that you're partnered up with. You want to add value and get value at the same time. Because if you're out there and you're hurting uh, other folks uh, in the process of getting your goals, it's going to give you a bad reputation, right? And it's going to cause your business to go on the downslope versus the upslope over time. Look, I don't think I'm telling you anything you don't already know. I just know there might be that one person today that needed to hear one of these things. Oh, wow, that's right. I am too attached to the outcome uh, of my goals. And it, and it crushes me. I've seen so many people where they set their goal and they work hard for it and they get this result. They just it wasn't what they wanted, right? It didn't, and they didn't expect it. And it just totally flatlines their confidence. And that's where, you know, the ones like, hey, work hard for your goals, but don't be super attached to the outcome. Appreciate the outcome when it, it is what you expected, but understand the outcome isn't always 
what you think it's going to be. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just neutral. And it's like, and you still get bummed about it. Now, remember feedback. It's feedback. It's not failure. It's feedback. And it allows you to uh, take that feedback, re add that knowledge to your knowledge set, uh, redefine your goal a little bit, maybe tweak, you know, adjust the dials a little bit and go back after it. You're a little bit smarter now. So the next time around, yeah, you're going to do it better. I'm not going to say right, but you're definitely going to do it better. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, that wraps up another awesome week right here at the Dark Horse HQ. Oh, hey, by the way, I forgot to mention this earlier. If you're looking for some help with your podcast, maybe you don't have one and you want to launch one. Maybe you do have one and you're looking help for help with the, the editing, right? Oh, man, so many folks hate doing all that editing. It's time-consuming. Yeah, I get it. Uh, maybe you want to help, help with the promotion or you're looking for ways to monetize your podcast. Please go ahead and reach out to me at Tracy at DarkHorseSchooling.com or you could go to the website DarkHorseSchooling.com uh, forward slash coaching and uh, sign up right there for the free little power huddle. Remember I told you that's what I call them, little power huddle. I'll make sure you come away with a success plan from that call. Whether you want my help or not, I'll make sure you have a plan of attack to make things happen. Again, that's uh, darkhorseschooling.com forward slash coaching. Let's see how I can be of service to you in helping you start or restart or kickstart your business or your podcast. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these solo success episodes as well as the amazing interviews I'm lucky enough to bring to you. So make sure you go on down there, hit that subscribe button while you're there. Yeah, that's right. Leave us a five-star rating. Drop us some kind words in the reviews. Ask questions. Make comments. Hey, give me some suggestions. I'm open to them. I read every single one of them and I appreciate them all. And again, as I mentioned earlier, these subscribes, ratings, reviews, they tell those podcast platforms out there that you you're getting that value so to lift us up a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So please take a moment, show the love, and help spread the dark horse word. All right, you get out there. You run your race. You get your results. Come let me hear about them. All right, until next week, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.